Uh, welcome to the Ordinary Interviews, episode two. My name is Chris Gomez, and sitting across from me, if you uh, can't see the video because you're watching or you're listening on a podcast, um, you can check out the video version on YouTube. You can hit up my YouTube channel. Links in the show notes below. Um, I'm talking to Stevie because he has, in my opinion, probably the best coffee shop in Riverside, and there's like a thousand of them. So <laughs> I think that's saying a lot. Uh, so Stevie, thank you for thank you for coming on, man. I really yeah. appreciate you yeah. taking the time. I no mean, problem. just before this, you had to dip out because there's some emergency at the espresso bar. Or yeah, something, so. yeah, yeah. Someone spilled their drink and it knocked out the power up front. So oh, I good. Had to fix it. Nice. Yeah. Well, life of a business owner. That's the life of a small business owner for sure. Sweet. Well, um, before we get into the nitty gritty of everything, just kind of give us just a general background, like who you are. Okay like leading up to arcade you know mm. married obviously you got some kids i, I believe yeah. so yeah, just yeah, yeah. Give us the 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 lowdown the 411 cool. um so i grew up in riverside okay. um my parent my parents moved out here when i was 10 years old so i'm a riverside guy went through the school system here okay. um and then um went to california baptist university yeah and um i went to school to be a pastor whereas working at a church and thought i was going to move overseas and um be a pastor plant churches okay. um, in other countries and um, while i was living in china i met some guys who roasted coffee as okay. a means of having their visas um in china and um just had a really incredible experience with them yeah. we we're eating fresh beans out of the roaster dude um they had dro we drove up to the tibetan plateau and they had taught this uh tibetan guy how to roast coffee so we're like hanging out with him and um, so this is like really beautiful, like copper roaster. Yeah. Um, so it's just like when I look back, like for me, that was the moment where I was, you know, really into like coffee and like what kind of like sparked like this whole journey for me. Okay. Um, but I came back to the States and started learning more about it. Um, and I didn't actually go into the industry. I was um, working at my church um, and I worked at Trader Joe's for a little bit. Nice. But, there you go. Um, and uh, I actually I went to seminary for a little too. Okay. And then realized all those things weren't for me and um, that I needed to start a business. So nice. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you know, 20, uh, 25 years um, in uh, wrapped into one and then started the company. And um, yeah. That we started the company back in 2013 is when we started okay. um, started Arcade. So cool. Yeah, that's a cool little perfect little segue too because I want to talk about you know now that you are a business owner, mm -hmm. um, Arcade has kind of made like its its name in Riverside mm -hmm. really really quickly. I mean it's you said 2013 you guys started, mm -hmm. um, but you didn't start out just like right, right out the gate like hey we're Arcade Coffee. Or no, yeah. you know, you, there was some transitional time between those big two transition. points. So mm -hmm. um, enlighten me on, on kind of what that looked like from where you're like coffee to here yeah. you are today. Like where was the gap there? Yeah, so um, I mean, cause I, I didn't go to school to um, do business. So mm -hmm. um, when I got into, when I when we started the company in 2013, the plan was to kind of like start off slow yeah. Um, to kind of like just get my foot in the door with it. Mm -hmm. um, friends like recommended that I still hold on to a job while I started it. So. The idea was get the roasting company like off the ground, do my training, um, like learn um, and like get some accounts while yeah. I'm still doing another job. Yeah. And then when there was enough that was like happening in the coffee um, business, then to you know jump ship and go full on board with that. Yeah. So that's what we did. Um, 2013, we started the company. Um, I got a job. I was doing music on the weekends. 
for cool. a church and just was working my tail off midweek um, to make the coffee thing happen. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like how, how we started. Um, and then we partnered up with those guys in China. Yeah. And um, it was a, a good relationship. I learned a ton from them. But then we kind of had a different idea of like what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go more the cafe route and do what we're doing now. And they were more interested in importing green coffee, um, which crazy enough, like we actually are importing or we're using their coffee at our shop now. So nice. um, There's still this like cool connection that we get to have with them. But we bought out their ownership of our location. And that's when we actually became Arcade. Okay. Um, And again, we kind of like started slow. Um, We were still doing the roasting thing, but we um, opened the back of our warehouse. Yes. And just started giving out coffee. I'm sure you've heard the story. Yeah. Um, started giving out coffee as a way to connect with people and just start getting the name out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, we figured free coffee, like people are going to dig it and word will spread. Right. Um, so it worked. Uh, we did that for about like nine months and then health department um, shut us down because we wouldn't have any permits or anything. So yeah. got yeah. a slap on the wrist, close it down. And then we found this place and six months later we were open here. Nice. Yeah. So um, it's been a journey. Definitely not anything that I thought I'd be doing or uh, where we're at now is not what I, I thought um, where I thought we'd be, you know, yeah. but um, it's pretty, pretty cool, pretty humbling and yeah. I'm excited to be doing it. Yeah, and like just that snippet like triggered like 14 like questions yeah, in my mind. Yeah. So I'm going to try and hold on to at least two of them. Yeah. I mean, so health department rolls up uh-huh. and they say, can't be doing this. You got to yep. shut it down. Yep. Um, that could have very well have been like, oh, we're done. Like mm-hmm. we're just going to be roasters. Like mm-hmm. forget it. Like was there was there a moment that that crossed your mind where it's like that's a wrap? Like let's put the kibosh on this thing mm-hmm. or was it like okay like a roadblock or a detour mm-hmm. you had to take which you know what was your mental state going through that yeah experience? so we we knew it was going to happen um <laughs> like there, it was just a for us it was like this is going to happen we used to talk about it like in our partner meetings like yeah hey this is going to happen when this happens what's the game plan dang okay um so we knew it was coming yeah. it was just a matter of time yeah um so we were already like um, experimenting the ideas of could we turn that warehouse into a coffee shop Mm. um and you know what would that look like um the owners of the warehouse didn't want us to do that that we we were bringing like too much traffic to um that area they just didn't want that yeah yeah um so we started looking around and um so yeah for me it was always like this is just like a small step you know yeah Uh, i mean our our uh like phrase that we say is like crawl walk run you know with like different ideas so um for us it was like let's try this out on a small scale see if it works see if it gets any feet and if it works people start showing up and start buying it then people want it so let's you know take the next step and that's um when we started this like that was our idea too is like um the tasting room is going to be a lateral step for us it's not like really a step forward it's like okay okay we were doing the roasting and we had a small cafe kind of like experience on the side of that yeah roasting is still our main business but let's just okay. try this other thing that yeah. like seems to be like taking off let's just try it you know right um so we started doing that and then more and more people were buying into it now that's like taken over and that's like the majority of our business you know 75 yeah. percent of our revenue comes from that so Dang, that's crazy because yeah. you you took a, a gamble in a sense on something you hadn't originally planned to do mm-hmm. you 
were able to navigate um, a detour that was that you saw coming down the road. You had the foresight, which mm -hmm. I think is really wise of you guys to mm -hmm. know. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna bend the rules a little bit. Like mm -hmm. we know this is gonna happen, mm -hmm. so let's get our heads wrapped around six months down the road, because <clears> so <throat> that way we can pivot accordingly. And um, me doing these interviews and talking to people like you, like Nolan, and you know future guests, my whole objective is for people to see the story behind the grandeur. Like people see arcade as it is now, right? right. But they don't know, you know, they probably don't know that you were shut down by the health department yeah. when you first started out. Yeah, you for had sure. these roadblocks, these things going out. Yeah. And that you were primarily focused on roasting. You yeah. know, I I didn't know that initially until yeah. um I think you shared that at your talk at CBU, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is kind of was like I got to talk to this guy. Yeah, he's yeah. got some cool stuff to talk about. Yeah, and I, so, I mean, uh, to your point there, like nobody really sees um, like all the work that goes in ahead of time. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times you like you think like, oh, it's an overnight success, and they didn't see you know the five years, the ten, the twenty years leading up to right when you get like recognized or whatever. Right. Um, and I, I mean, I would not say like we're successful yet. Like I think we have a lot more stuff to like figure out and do here. Mm. So. Um, I don't know. I don't know if people think we're an overnight success, but there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of effort to get to where we're at now. You yeah, know? man. So, yeah, the um, the overnight success stuff. It's just, and that's kind of again like why I wanted to talk is just to hear because I would from an outsider who probably is funding your kids' college funds at this mm -hmm. point. Yeah, I yeah. frequent your shop a lot. Yeah, yeah, I think it to arcade has marked its you know territory has stuck its flag in the ground in riverside and said mm -hmm. like we're here yeah um and not only riverside i was i did a google search on arcade roasters just to see what popped yeah, up yeah. there's a few things that came up but one that struck me the most is you guys posted on your instagram about the food and wine yeah uh yeah. there's a blog or an article written yeah and yeah. you were i mean that's that's a big deal yeah you know to be recognized and everybody on the outside say dude arcade's killing it mm -hmm. but you're mm -hmm. like nah we're not done yeah you know yeah. there's there's always something more in the no, next level in the there's, next there's there's a lot phase. more there's a lot more ahead of us um for for all of this so, yeah hey <laughs> <laughs> all right that's why i need a studio but yeah. one day um <laughs> one day so yeah the food and wine thing that was something i want to bring up too and then also in looking back like um Kickstarter. I wanted mm -hmm. to talk about Kickstarter because I think a lot of people look at Kickstarter as the easy way to get a ton of money yeah. and I'm going to be rich and I'm going to have all this you know, funding I need. What was that experience like for you guys? Because um, my connection was uh, Jeff Govea had posted about it and talked about the funding and the party. Yeah. I, re I remember that vividly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, this coffee shop is kind of getting some traction. This is yeah. really cool. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't fund. My You're bad. Good. You're good. <laughs> but Some uh, of my friends didn't fund. It's okay. Dang, that's crazy. Um, but talk about. I want to talk about the campaign aspect of it because yeah. you guys got funded rather quickly. It seemed like on the timeline. Yeah, yeah, we made it maybe like a week or two to spare. Yeah. Um, and then you went above and beyond. If that's yeah, we if did. I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, we were trying to raise fifteen thousand. We got to like nineteen, I think. Yeah. Um. So I mean, for for me. Um, I mean, it doesn't, it, it takes a lot of money to open a coffee shop. So when we were like, when we did the Kickstarter, it was more of um, like activating our community. Hmm. Um, and it was more of like a marketing thing for us. Yeah. Um, I mean, we needed, we needed the money. Right. Um, we didn't end up having to take out, you know, an extra $20,000 in a loan because of the Kickstarter, which was super helpful. Yeah. Um, but for us, it was like, we had been investing so much in our social media and in our following 
Uh, and we gave copy away for nine months um, and built a name up um, with our with our um, pop-up that we were doing yeah um, and then through our Instagram we were trying to like provide content and value to people like um, non-stop um, and it was constantly giving 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 we didn't really do the ask and so when we did our Kickstarter it was like okay here's here's our chance to like do the ask and like connect with people yeah. and ask them to like buy into like what we're doing, right? It's right. like constant give, 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 and then the ask. Um, it's kind of, I don't know, have you ever heard Gary B talk about say, it? I was gonna say, it's yeah. like this jab, jab, cross or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that's kind of like where the idea came from is like, um, I don't, I, I yeah, this is, uh, this is actually my first. So I, I would rather um, lose like a dollar today to like make a million tomorrow. So it's like, yeah. Um, I'm not like super concerned about like giving stuff away and like because what that does it creates buy-in with people right. um, and they believe in like what you're doing they're stoked on you yeah um, and then they are a customer for life right yeah um, so we try to find like these those like things that we can like add value to people constantly add value um, with the hope like knowing one day they'll like buy in um, and like be a long-term customer you know yeah so. Yeah, I remember I remember following your page before buying a cup of coffee because as a photographer, I I like following people who provide value, who create mm -hmm. inspiration for me, who mm -hmm. like I can see a new take. And um, I almost wish he was here, but Shane is in charge of yep. overseeing your social media. Yep. And I knew Shane back from like our heyday, like the IG world of like running around to like Insta meets and yeah, this and that. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. So I remember connecting with him a while back. Uh -huh. And then finding out he was running that, I was like, oh, like a photographer I already enjoy is running a, a brand in it for a company that's local to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to follow. Yeah, and yeah. it seems like he's consistently finding new ways to promote and to showcase yeah. um, what you guys do. And you guys are kind of pushing the books and trying new things yeah. almost every week. I yeah. remember you guys did Skate Mondays. Yeah, yeah, I remember sure. those. Um, now it's the sip and pass or yeah. the the was it munch, munch and, and pass, pass yeah. you know featuring your your menu yeah so i think uh if you guys aren't following i'm gonna address the camera but also yeah. the listeners if you guys aren't following arcade i'm gonna drop a link to their instagram to make sure you can follow them because their content is some of my favorite cool, and thank you. um it's it's good stuff it's entertaining yeah yeah we've week. i mean we've really worked hard on it yeah um and yeah i'm so I saw that in Shane mm -hmm. um, and saw like how good he was. And I was like, I have to have this kid on my team. Yeah. Um, like he was just a kid in our youth group at our church. You oh, know? no kidding. Um, and that's how we like developed the relationship. Okay. And um, I'm like, dude, this guy like has to be a part of this, you know, whatever, whatever we're going to do with this, like he's got to yeah. be a part of it to help us get to the next level. Um, and we've, uh, we've like really pushed him a lot um, to grow um, mm. and develop that skill. So he's killing it, man. Yeah, he's he's really really talented, and yeah. we're really fortunate to have him on the team as as a partner. Yeah, yeah, he's um. I've noticed he's fallen off posting his personal page because I yeah. checked and I was like, "What's Shane posted lately?" Yeah. And it's just all arcade, which yeah. is great. And yeah. I mean, you guys have a, a substantial following and mm -hmm. a great engaged community, mm -hmm. and that's just an extension of your brand. Yeah. and the fact that you guys were able to get the ask on your Kickstarter mm -hmm. so well, I think is um can be attributed to the your engagement on you know the instagram and the social mm -hmm. platforms mm -hmm. because um you had people bought into a brand before you had like a physical brand in right. a sense right and that's i think that's you know in order of operations people might think well no i gotta have a place that's the thing i gotta have the thing created 
before I can start creating community around mm-hmm. it. No, you mm-hmm. had a community based around where you were headed yeah, in your destination. Yeah, sure. I think that's sure. a really um, novel approach, or maybe I just misunderstood, but I think most people in your mind when creating a business, you're like, okay, I gotta have the thing, then I'll start the the promotion, I'll start all of this, but you yeah, guys yeah. flip that on its head, and yeah, it's, yeah. The, the success is, is showing, and, and the hard work is, is showing here yeah. really well. And I mean, it. I got here at 12.30 to the shop, and it's packed, yeah, so yeah. I mean, uh, that's a testament to that's what you guys cool. do. Uh, and the success that's really rad um, yeah thanks yeah um so there's i'm cheating and looking at my, my notes here um so there's the one thing that stuck out from my from you know me listening to you talk at cbu was um the difference in culture mm. and i think like i said there's like a thousand coffee shops you know you have your augies you have your lift mm-hmm. you have your molinos and then you have the other ones that are just kind of out there floating around. You've yeah. got, you're surrounded probably by six Starbucks in a two mile yeah. radius. Yeah. So that's probably actually reasonable, not yeah. an exaggeration. Yeah. Um, so what do you attribute your success in that respect to? Um, I, I'm kind of alluding to the fact, I think it is your culture and mm-hmm. what you guys have set yeah. up. Yeah. And so managing that is a, is a challenge in of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But talk about what the difference in, in <clears throat> culture is in our kid, because there's something different when you yeah. walk in. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think what everyone's experiencing is just like what naturally exudes that are like me and Shane, like Shane and I are people that, um, we're, I mean, on the Enneagram, we're like sevens yeah. we're sevens and eights. eights or I'm an eight and a wing seven. He's a seven wing eight. Okay. Um, and, uh, we both like love people and love connecting with them. Yeah. Um, when we first started arcade, um, we like got up in the mountains and like took a weekend to just like think through like who do we want to be like what's different about us yeah. than everybody else right i mean we're selling a commodity product yeah um coffee's a commodity so why are people going to come buy coffee from us and so um we came up uh, with a purpose statement to enrich lives by inspiring others to create shared moments yeah. relationship and a sense of belonging for all and so that is like the essence of arcade um and then we just started living it out right create shared moments how do we create shared moments with people yeah um and as people walk through the doors like how do we make them feel like they're a part of our community um and so um i mean yeah we just i I think that just kind of like naturally exudes out of us who we who we want to be right um the thing that's been the trick for us is like now like both of us are removed from like the bar we're not working the bar anymore um, I've probably been off bar for like six months and Shane recently came off bar maybe like a month or two ago. Yeah. Um, and so now we're trying to figure out like what was it that we were doing that made people feel like they were part of our community um, and like welcome here. And so um, we spent some time coming up with like our core values um, and we have this thing called like the three T's. Um, we greet people within three seconds of them walking in the shop. Yeah. Um, we have a thoughtful experience and then we tie it in. We have a, um, we tie in that experience at the end. Yeah. Um, so, um, this is like, I mean, that's one of the many ways that we're like instilling the culture, like in our people, um, and making sure that they're providing like the same experience that we were providing when the two of us were working far together. Right. So, yeah. And I think that's culture is a tough thing to disseminate amongst other people because you have to take someone's like life experience and then have to kind of integrate your your vision for your company mm-hmm. and for you know your community here 
and try and make sure that's executed at every pore, at every transaction, at every greeting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, have you, where, how do you like reinforce that? Do you mm -hmm. guys have like uh, a reinforcement of like just through meetings or, mm -hmm. you know, one-on-one -on -one conversations? Like how do you guys ensure that you're, you know, creating shared moments for people, out, yeah. you know, when you're not behind the bar, you know, yeah. that's tough. Um, yeah. So I think the first, the first way that we do it is just, we're very intentional on in how we hire people. Yeah. So yeah, smart. we hire people who already naturally are like that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, our hiring process is like, I mean, some people took them like three to six months to get hired here. Like they were like showing up and constantly checking in and stuff like that. Um, so we are very intentional about that. So hiring the right people. Um, we do have meetings, um, like team meetings where yeah. we talk about, um, those things that are important to us. And then we're constantly like reinforcing it. Um, like our managers are, um, bringing that up. And then, I mean, Shane and I are around enough too, to where we can still like influence that culture and yeah. make sure that like it's still happening. Right. Um, I mean, it, there's nothing that drives me nuts more than anything. Like when I'm like sitting in the shop and I see someone like walk through the door and they're not greeted right away. Um, if my barista doesn't do it, then I'll do it from the bench to like let them know like I see you and yeah. then maybe I'll come around and I'll serve them. But um, I mean, for me, like the customer experience is like so important. Like, yeah, that's like number one. Like if we don't have the customer, if they're not ha if if they're not enjoying themselves here and feeling welcome, they're not going to come back and we don't have anything, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, who cares about like us having good coffee if like people aren't having a good experience. Right. Um, so that, I mean, that, that's like one of the, one of the many ways and it's evolving too. Um, I'm figuring out now how to lead from being removed, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, for at first I w it was me, Shane, Kyle and Corey okay. and I was like constantly investing in them. Right. And so I, I had one-on-one -on -one opportunities with them to, you know, when they weren't doing something that I, I thought they needed to do, like we could talk about it. We were having one-on-ones constantly, like having conversations. And now, you know, we've got like interns that are, like they show up, I don't even know their name because like someone else hired them, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out how to get them on board with the vision and the mission. Right. Um, and leading through like my leaders. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know. It, it's a it's a process right now that we're like figuring out too. So yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. And that's that's got to be a challenge because you have to, as you, you know, pour into your management. Let's say they grab eighty percent. You know that becomes a little bit more diluted as right. it goes down the right. chain. So ensuring right. that it's getting to the end of the row. Mm -hmm. You know that water's getting to the end of the row and yeah. making sure everybody's getting what they need. Yeah. That's that's a definitely a, a new phase. I'm sure for yeah. you and so. It'd be it's a yeah it's it's a big deal for sure yeah it's definitely a big deal it's a good problem to have i mean because you're, you're yeah, multiplying you're right. yourself you're right but it is still it's i won't call it a problem a challenge it's, it's a challenge it's probably it's a, it's better, a good challenge better term. Yeah. yeah dude yeah that's that's really cool and i think what i if anybody can take away anything from my conversation with nolan and this is both times the conversations led to culture and mm. how important that is yeah because if you just let it sit and kind of you know, not address it because mm -hmm. you use the word intentional and that's mm -hmm. the word you have to use in, in yeah. talking about culture. Otherwise, yeah. you know, you could have, you know, even if you hire the right people, they're, they, they carry out a different experience each time yep. with each customer. Yep. But if you don't have, if you don't have that set guidelines, those core values, those things of, no, this is why we are arcade mm -hmm. and this is mm -hmm. why we're going to be better than everyone else mm -hmm. because 
of these things, or you could just let it default to whatever, and yeah. that's a dangerous place to be because you don't know what you're going to get on the other end. Yep. At least here, you've got objectives and guideposts to check into and say, this is what we're doing, this is who we are, this doesn't align, so we're not going to do that. Yep. Yep. And so, but sure. you, know, you mentioned evolving. You have mm-hmm. to be, I think, also flexible to see like where you're headed and mm-hmm. have that foresight to, to adjust accordingly because who Arcade was six years ago when you guys started is obviously not who Arcade is today. Right. But I think there are some staple things that, you know, non-negotiables that you guys will probably always hold on to, I imagine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But how you execute some of those things might very much change in the next, you know, three years, yep. you know, yep. 10 years. I'll call it 10 years. Yeah. You guys have been around forever. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's one of, uh, that's funny that you say that. Um, one of my goals, like one of my personal goals is mm-hmm. to create an enduring company that lasts. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I want our kid to be around for like my grandkids, you know, like. I want them to know about arcade and yeah. like somehow like providing for them or I don't know something like that. So. Yeah, no, that's great. Man. Yeah, and leaving a, a legacy, something beyond yeah. what you know, beyond yourself. Yeah, is, yeah, is a for great sure. goal to have. For sure. Um, okay, so we've talked a lot about like where arcade was, and we're kind of alluding to you know what's next with mm-hmm. the you know, talking mm-hmm. about the challenges of culture. So, what's in the six month to you know twelve month plan for arcade? Where are you guys headed? If you can divulge some of those yeah, yeah. secrets, you know, don't yeah. want to give away secrets of the no, train, yeah but. um so it, it's funny how um like plans change so much i mean you you have to have a plan you have to have a game plan of like where you're gonna go i had no idea that this is where we're gonna be yeah um and uh it, it's definitely was not like in our plan to like you know be where we're at right now um and so our current plan um is to open up a second location okay uh, we're gonna be opening up in downtown um, we brought on a new partner, which is nice. um, really incredible. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, for us, like, we if we want to be like the premier, like the best um, coffee in the in the in the Inland Empire, like, felt like we need to have we need to be in the heart of like what's going on in Riverside. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, not leaving um, our roots and not leaving uh, where we're at because this location is so important to us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting it down getting in downtown and um, using that opportunity um, to be there and then um, focusing on our subscription program too um, and getting that built out. Um, So those are kind of like the two big things that we're working on right now. Cool. um, To kind of like take us to the next level. Yeah. So So do you have a a location lined up in Riverside or are you kind of general downtown area? Yeah, no. um, Our our partner um, is building a building down there and so we're moving into that building on the corner of Main and 9th Street. Okay. Um, so, catty, catty corner from City Hall. That's prime real estate. Yeah, man. dude, it's a cool spot. Um, it's what, what's cool about it too is it has like the it has like the essence of arcade. So it's a little off the beaten path. So it's on it's on Main Street still. Yeah. But it's not on you know like University or Mission Inn like where there's a ton of activity. It's, right. It's removed a little bit down on on Ninth Street. Um, so it still has that kind of like vibe of like you you still kind of have to look for it yeah um, it's not like super flashy like in your face um, but um, it's it, it's definitely a cool location yeah. we're gonna have this really incredible like outdoor seating too that we're really excited about awesome it's gonna be a space that like is not in Riverside like there isn't gonna be anything like it so I'm really excited for that um, yeah. and what's cool is that like my partners like really believe in it too like yeah um, they really like believe in like what we're doing so um yeah i don't know it's really it's really humbling to like be a part of this like for me like arcade has not 
Arcade's not about me. Um, it's not about Shane. Um, it's about like what we're doing and accomplishing together. Yeah. I think that's like what's really cool and like refreshing about it for us is like, dude, this is like this is something that our community like just wants and like they're making happen. You know. So, yeah. um, I don't know. It's just I'm just stoked to be part of it. Yeah, man. That's yeah. to join. I think like the ranks of the downtown Riverside, like you know, retail, the food, that the scene, like everything that's happening. Uh, in Riverside is really cool to watch. I, I grew up in Corona. Mm-hmm. I've moved around a few times, but mm-hmm. I've always liked Riverside as a city, especially as I got to like my mid-20s. Mm-hmm. I was like, Riverside, something's happening there. Mm-hmm. And then I think Forbes named it like one of the top 10 like coolest cities to live in yeah. back in like 2013 or 14. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the time, I was working at Fairmount Golf Course. Nice, um, nice. You know, booking tea times and yeah, stuff, yeah. and that dropped. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I work for a place that's on the map. Yeah, yeah. And I think what Forbes said is coming true. Yeah. You know, you've got places that opened up like Retro Taco, mm-hmm. and the Food Lab mm-hmm. hit and was was a big deal. I mean, Jessica Alba rolled through one time, I remember yeah. seeing on the, their Instagram. Yeah, I saw that, like, yeah. Like that, Jessica Alba's doing it, it must yeah. be cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, there's places like Prohibition and Wolfskill, yeah. Augie's, which, Augie's, I think, did a bold thing, and they opened two locations. They've right. got their main cafe, and mm-hmm. they've got like this little pop-up style, mm-hmm. or you know, the smaller a walk-up window rather, right, right, right. in the food lab. And so yeah. I think you guys will have a little one-up on them with the two cafes in Riverside, yeah. and I think yeah. they're far enough removed to serve two different communities 100%. very much. So and I think that's really, really smart and strategic. Yeah, um, and it's not just oh, let's be in Riverside. Mm-hmm. It's well, no, like downtown is, you know. Now I have a, a more convenient location. Like mm-hmm. I like to be in downtown. If I want coffee, like I mean, I'll, I'll go to Augie's. Yeah, Augie's yeah. is good. Okay, yeah, Augie's, yeah. no disrespect, but <laughs> I mean, knowing Arcade is will be it down there. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really stoked cool, for that. Cool. So thanks. Um, now, just out of my own curiosity, because you started with super limited hours, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that because the whole Augie's thing. Like I'll go to Augie's when you guys are closed. Yeah. Yep. Is there a plan to expand those hours anytime soon, or is that something that you guys are just you kind of are leveraging in a sense that demand and that's you know yeah um th- so i mean that that's it we're leveraging the demand yeah. um i mean for us it's um uh, we're controlling our labor with it Smart. so um it's like if you want arcade you have to come get it between seven and two on the weekdays yeah. eight to two on the weekends um if you want coffee afterwards go to Augie's. yeah so, <laughs> um so yeah that that's our that's our um plan for this location same for the next location okay we're gonna experiment the hours a little bit um and then our plans are to have like some type of like um evening thing available too but it's not yeah. going to be just coffee we'll do like beer and wine um Sign me up. yeah some type of like really tasty food yeah um so yeah that location actually because it's an um like brand new build um we get to like kind of do whatever we want so starting from the beginning we're gonna get it set up as like a um a food establishment so that we can like do full food you know yeah um so yeah so we'll have some type of like food offering there as well okay um we have two really incredible chefs on our staff that are i mean very talented um and like totally have like the same type of mindset that we have with coffee of like pushing the envelope a little bit Mm -hmm. trying new things um doing things that are a little different um as a means of you know connecting yeah yeah and um because talking about buildings it'll loop us back a little bit to your origins Mm -hmm. but can you share a little bit about why arcade is so hard to find oh yeah i I think 
your the attachment to some of the the nuances of the building are yeah. really rad. So I want people to hear about that because that yeah. that struck a chord with me. Yeah. Um, so one of the reasons that we left the video town sign up and inside of our space, like we left like the the video town like blue over the archway into like the back. Yeah. Um, is to remind us of um, that we need to show up every single day. Um, I, I used to listen to this podcast where he would say. Um, success is only rented and the rent is due every day um, and uh, so for us it reminds us that the video rental industry um, used to be this huge industry blockbuster was on top they yeah. had an opportunity to pivot when Netflix came to them and said right they wanted to partner together yeah um, and um, blockbuster like laughed at them and said like like if that ever becomes anything, we'll just buy them out, you know? Um, and now Blockbuster is like totally irrelevant. So for us, it's a reminder um, that we gotta show up every yeah. single day. Um, and then it also plays into this idea um, of good things are hard to find. Yeah. Um, like at our old location, it was like hard to find us. Um, like people would like drive around for a while, like, you know, couldn't find us in our old warehouse. Right. Um, and so it goes into the fact of like, dude, you gotta, you gotta know like where it's at so you either gotta show up with a friend or you just gotta you know be a millennial and just <laughs> yeah. like know how to find um this kind of stuff yeah um and uh it, like spreads through word of mouth so i mean we we try not to do any marketing other than like through instagram and facebook yeah. and um just you know tell your friends about about us so yeah it's, there's like a, a few reasons why we've kind of like left it the way it is so yeah it's got yeah. this almost like speakeasy vibe like yeah you yeah know, for sure you gotta know the times to show up because you yeah. show up at 2 30 you're not getting coffee no, no. you're going down the street to lift to get yeah. some coffee yeah for sure if you don't know like exactly which street to turn on because yeah. the, there's no stoplight or signal to no. like with this big no. like hey it's right here yeah and yeah. i remember like a few times like i've had um like trying to direct friends here they're mm -hmm. like where is it i'm like it's it's like it's there on the left hand side like <laughs> You'll find it. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Google Maps. Just yeah, yeah. put it in Google. It'll take you there. Yeah. Like it's, it's. Just trust me. Yeah. And they're like, "Are you sure about this place? Yeah. This is." I'm like, "Just trust me." And yeah. then they come through and they have the coffee, the experience. They're like, "Yeah, like yeah. this is this is where we want to come." Cool. So cool. It's been really rad. And, That's awesome um, to hear. Yeah. Um, we're hitting about like 30 minutes. We've I think we've sweated a lot. I've heard a lot <laughs> of great things from you. Cool. It's a little warm in here, but. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you taking the time, man, and yeah, for no pushing problem, me. I owe you a personal, uh, you know, thanks because yeah, you're welcome. You know, that day at CBU when I hit you up, you're like, okay, just do it. Yeah, just push yeah. it. And so I tell entrepreneurs all the time, like, yeah, dude, start, start today. Yeah, and I think that's the best advice you can give anybody. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're somebody who's thinking about doing this, just start. Yeah, and you don't know what's going to come because yeah. you know, arcade. 2013 to arcade today is very different i'm yeah, sure and yeah you've had to make pivots and adjustments and you know yeah i mean the thing that's really great about like starting is you get like feedback from people right yeah. so i mean people are going to hear this podcast um and you start getting feedback of like if people like it or not right yeah you get a lot of downloads and you're like okay cool i'm going to keep doing what i'm doing right. you don't get a lot of downloads you're like all right i need to figure out like how to get more people right yeah. um or maybe this isn't what people want right right um so that, I mean, that's how it was for us. Like, dude, I was selling coffee when I had no business selling coffee. <laughs> um, but yeah, I learned a lot from it. Yeah. And I think the, the fear of not knowing what to do, mm -hmm. um, or fear of screwing up yeah. all of those things, the fear can hold back so much goodness. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's, it's rad. Like to even see what you, where you guys have come from mm -hmm. and to see, you know, where you guys are headed 
despite I'm sure some of the fears that kind of kicked in. I mean, you're a family man. You've got yeah. you got kids and a family yeah. to care yeah. for. So to break out and you know be a business owner, mm-hmm. there's some risk involved. Yeah, you know, and yeah. so that's that's a tough line to navigate there's through. There's a lot of risk for sure. You know, and so even not. I mean, if you were 22 and single and not married or anything, it'd be yeah. easy. You know, yeah, I've, right. I've told, I've talked to Nolan or talked to my wife and Nolan about this. Just, I want to be a full-time freelance photographer, yeah. videographer, but I got a puppy and a wife to care yeah. for. Man. Yeah, right. I said if I was 25 and single, like I'd be, I would quit last week. Yeah, yeah, but, for sure. You know, it's it's tough. So. Yeah. Much respect to, yeah. to you to taking that, that big leap. And, Thanks, and it's, uh, it's inspirational Appreciate to me it. personally, and I'm sure to tons of people who are sitting in your cafe. Cool. So, cool. Um, Thanks, dude. Yeah. I had I had two questions. Okay. I, I threw it out there onto Instagram. I got one. Um, my buddy just wants to know, is white mocha on the horizon for arcade? Oh. Just a quick um, little. I've never even thought about doing a white mocha, so really? probably not. Okay. There you go. You maybe, got your maybe, answer, Brandon. Maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do it as a, uh, a special or something like that. There you go. Okay. And then I had one from uh, someone over at, uh, at our gym, CrossFit Kindle. Uh-huh. Um, he just wanted me to ask, uh, who is your best book buddy? And if you don't know what that is, I can tell you yeah. who asked that question, but he just wanted to see if you Oh, remember. dude. Uh, was it Dustin? Dustin? Dustin Means, dude. My boy bust. Yeah, he was like, dude. you got to ask Stevie this question. Just see That's if you remember. That's so funny. So yeah. um, I guess Dustin. just give context just for the listeners because we're on an inside joke here. Yeah, right? yeah. So when I was in sixth grade, Dang. we had book buddies. <laughs> um, and... Uh, my friend um, Eric, um, who uh, was Dustin's uh, brother, um, uh, we we just knew of each other, and so um, yeah, started hanging out with Dustin, being his uh, his book buddy. Nice. So I love Dustin, man. I love you, Dustin. You're a good kid. I like you a lot. <laughs> yeah, Dustin's good people. Um, sweet. I think that I think we'll leave it there. We're about forty minutes, and cool. I've lost about fifteen pounds of water weight sitting in here. So thanks for braving the heat for the sake yeah, of sound, dude. Stevie. Uh, appreciate thanks for you, having man. me. Appreciate it. Keep killing it, brother. Cool. We'll see thanks. You.